there are some things about being a parent that I probably saw coming for me. For example, I probably saw the fact that I would have some sleepless nights forcing me to walk around in a fog, in a daze on most days. I suppose I saw having to change lots of diapers. I saw temper tantrums. I saw late nights for me. I saw sleepless nights for me. I saw worrying about my child a lot. These were all things I expected to some degree. The thing that I didn't really anticipate, that it really put any thought into was the words that I use. I didn't think I had a necessarily bad vocabulary until my son started to emulate the words I was saying. Now, granted, he is not actually saying any very clear words, but he's getting close. He's getting very close. And thus, all of a sudden, my expletives must be Deleted. There are so many words I cannot say anymore for fear and concern that he, at some point, will repeat those dirty words. So I've had to clean up my language. I've had to mind my P's and Q's. I've had to drop the F's, the S's, the A's, and fill in the blank. But in this episode, I'm not just talking about curse words. In this episode, I want to talk about the words that we're using in our own industry. The words that we should not be using within our own industry. The dirty words of our industry. My name is James Patrick. This is the Beyond the Image podcast. And today, we're going to talk about words you should never say again. Are you tired of the endless stream of fantasy marketing and vanity metrics? Yeah, so am I. My name is James Patrick, and I'm an internationally published photographer, media specialist, and marketing strategist. I'm also a student of professional development, and like you, I've been left frustrated by all of this influencer-driven generic advice making us think that we are just one course, conference, or manifestation away from the life of our dreams. We need to cut through this crap and move beyond the posturing, beyond the facade, beyond the image to take real action on the real work that will create the real results. This is the Beyond the Image podcast. This idea of coming up with the list of dirty words came up. I was being interviewed on one of my amazing clients, Shelly Bryan's podcast, and she caught me when I said the word value. She said, can you extrapolate on the word value? Because I feel like value is a word that's used a lot, but so rarely is it defined. We use it almost as a catch-all phrase or word. We use it really, honestly, if we're being honest, because we're too lazy to peel apart the layers and actually define what it is we're delivering to our clients. So we sum it up with a real cute word, of value. And it makes our work as entrepreneurs or as salespeople or as copywriters so much easier because we can just assume that the client will fill in all the blanks of what value means. We are giving you value. We offer value to you. But the problem is, is when we use this word so much, it's really lost most of its context. It's lost most of its meaning. And oftentimes when we use a word like value, we're giving you value. Here's something of value. 
it can have the exact opposite effect. It can push someone away. It can raise their red flags. It can set off their senses. It can make them realize that they need to be cautious when proceeding because what ahead may not be as genuine or authentic or as real as previously advertised. So what I wanted to do was make a list of a bunch of crappy words or crappy phrases that we use within our industry that we're using so much that we've overused them. They've lost their meaning. They can actually have a negative effect on the prospective client, on the person reading your messaging, reading your copy. So we started with the word value. What is another one? Well, I already led in with a few others the word authentic. Authentic got really big for a few years. You have to be authentic. You, you show your authentic self. Come forth with your authentic personality, finding your true authenticity. But I do believe that when authenticity becomes calculated and becomes formulaic, it no longer holds the value of being authentic. It means the exact opposite. We are inauthentically authentic. And every time we see the word authentic now, it sets off our, 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 our caution bells. We're, we're thinking, okay, why is this word being used? Because this might not actually mean what the person is trying to say. They might be saying one thing and doing another. I'm just being authentic here. Next word empower. Mm. This one I'm really done with. This one I'd like to not see again. It got so beaten to death from about 2018 till about 2022. And the fact I still see it be used is concerning. I just want to empower others. Yeah, but empower them to do what? When someone says, I'm here to empower others, it's a way to say, I don't really know what I'm offering, but I want your money anyway. So I'm just going to use the word empower. I want to empower others. But if you can't succinctly and accurately and specifically define what you are empowering th them to do, what it is they can do, what they can do with this empowerment, what are you mobilizing them for? What are you equipping them with? What ability or capacity will they possess that they did not possess before their empowerment. I literally was driving the other day and I saw someone who had a window decal that said empower her, or they put the word her at the end of empower. So it was empower her. We're just pushing this too far. We need to stop using the word empower. Say what it is you're doing for your clients. Next up is the word vulnerable. This I kind of put as a sidecar to authentic or authenticity is vulnerability. We've been told how much we have to be vulnerable, how we have to show our vulnerable selves and our vulnerability is our authenticity. And to be authentic, we must showcase vulnerability. But once again, once it becomes formulaic, once it becomes strategic, once you're using vulnerability as a strategy and you're determining how specifically vulnerable you're going to be in your online presence and your persona, it loses how real it actually was.
it loses the meaning of it. All of a sudden it becomes a push for vanity. It becomes a push for likes or clicks or whatever, whatever metric that, that doesn't actually move the needle, but inflates the ego just a little bit vulnerable vulnerability. We've used it so much. We need to get vulnerable. We need to, we're going to be vulnerable here. Let's get vulnerable for a moment here. Another one is the word aligned. This, I, I was at a mastermind a handful of years ago. I want to say 2021. And at some point, everyone had to get up in front of the group and give a spleel on what they do. And well over half the group, well over half the group stood up in front of everyone and said that their mission is to help their audience get aligned with blank, get aligned with themselves, get aligned with their goals, get aligned with their passions, get aligned with their true mission, get aligned with their true self, get aligned with their future self, get aligned with their ultimate, I don't know, it, it was all crap. And it, it was funny is like so many times when people said the word aligned, they like took their hand and put it in a, like their fingers pointing straight up and they did a vertical line down the center of their sternum. Uh, with their hand as this motion, like we have to get aligned. Um, it, it was so copy and paste. It was nauseating. <laughs> I don't, there's no other word for it. It was nauseating. Aligned. We'd stop using the word aligned. What do you mean by using the word aligned? Get more specific and tell people what the hell you're going to do for them. Because what does aligned even mean? I'm not quite sure. Um, let's add to this level up level up. I'm going to help you level up. I help people level up in their lives. I help them level up in their careers. I'm going to help you get to that next level. Anything with levels. Let's stop talking about levels. I'm helping people achieve the next level. The last time I really liked the phrase level up was when my friend Steve Cam wrote a book all about leveling up. But Steve Cam is the founder of nerdfitness.com and thus the book is about how to be your own nerdy superhero and what do nerds play they play video games what do you do with video game characters you level them up so in that context it makes perfect sense but unless you're steve cam unless you're the founder of nerdfitness.com stop using level up branching off of their higher self i need you to reach your higher self and from higher self let's add an authentic self true self you know fill in the blank with that um what does that mean specifically once again we are dancing around what we're saying to people or what we want to be delivering to people i put a a post out in our fit business guide facebook group and i asked some of the members uh to comment back and say what what it was that they saw that they were tired of seeing and um here here are some of the ones that people threw in uh people are tired of seeing boss babe Boss Babe was really popular. Once again, probably in like the 2017, 18, 19, there was this big Boss Babe movement. I'm not making fun of female entrepreneurship. That's not the point. It's the phrasing. We need to move past the phrasing and we need to come up with something new that properly articulates what it is you're trying to do for people or how you're trying to help them. Um, someone else said your authentic self. Once again, that goes along with what I was saying, your higher self or your true self, your authentic self is, is once again, another facsimile of that. And what, what specifically does it actually mean? And then another one, uh, another person had commented the phrase, you are enough. And my comment back was, well, if you're enough already, then they don't need to 
then they don't need to purchase anything. If they're an offer array, there's nothing to buy. If they have everything, if you are enough, then there's no reason to purchase anything to achieve their higher self. Um, so all of these are just terms, they're phrases. And what it is, is we saw someone use this phrase and we said, that sounds really good. It must be working for them. I'm going to emulate that and I'm going to use that phrase or that word or something similar. And it really forces itself to the front of our mindset into the lexicon. And it really pervades so much of the language and copy that we're putting out to our prospective clients. And what I'm trying to urge you to do outside of make fun of phrasing like this is to get hyper specific, solve problems. What problems are you solving? Where are your prospective clients now and where do they want to be? Tell them how you're going to get them there in plain English. Don't dress it up. Don't make it super fancy. Don't put in a bunch of colorful language. What specifically are you going to do for people? What specific problems are you going to solve for people? When you can just do that and just communicate that clearly, then people are going to trust you. Then they're going to want to take that next step with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Image podcast. Please follow, like, and review wherever you happen to listen to the show. And if you want to connect to me, you can find me at jamespatrick.com, Instagram at jpatrickphoto, or you can text me any of your marketing questions to 480-605-3254. Thanks again.